silent amid the cacophony of rumbling buses and traffic whistles. If he were my husband, she thought, we would kiss each other goodbye right here. But for too long they had scrupulously avoided any public displays of affection, and although he was not wearing his clerical collar this morning, even a hug felt dangerous. I don't have to go to this conference, she said. We could spend the week together, he sighed. Mora, I can't just disappear for a week. When can you? I need time to arrange a leave. We'll get away, I promise. It always has to be someplace else, though, doesn't it? Some place where no one knows us? For once, I'd like to spend a week with you without having to go away. He glanced at the policeman, who was moving back in their direction. We'll talk about it when you get back next week. Hey, mister! The cop yelled, move your car now. Of course we'll talk, she laughed. We're good at talking about it, aren't we? It's all we ever seem to do. She grabbed her suitcase. He reached for her arm. Mora, please, let's not walk away from each other like this. You know I love you. I just need time to work this through. She saw the pain carved on his face. All the months of deception, the indecision and guilt had left their scars, had darkened whatever joy he'd found with her. She could have comforted him with just a smile, a reassuring squeeze of his arm, but at that moment she could not see past her own pain. All she could think of was retaliation. I think we've run out of time, she said, and walked away into the terminal. The instant the glass doors whooshed shut behind her, she regretted her words. But when she stopped to look back through the window... He was already climbing into his car. The man's legs were splayed apart, exposing ruptured testicles in the seared skin of buttocks and perineum. The morgue photo had flashed onto the screen without any advance warning from the lecturer, yet no one sitting in the darkened hotel conference room gave so much as a murmur of dismay. This audience was inured to the sight of ruined and broken bodies. For those who have seen and touched charred flesh— who are familiar with its stench. A sterile slideshow holds few horrors. As the lights came up, the audience was still subdued. While the others filed out, Mora remained in her seat, staring down at the notes that she'd jotted on her pad about nail bombs and parcel bombs, car bombs and buried bombs. When it came to causing misery, man's ingenuity knew no limits. Excuse me, you wouldn't happen to be Mora Isles. She looked up at the man who'd risen from his seat two rows ahead. He was about her age, tall and athletic, with a deep tan and sun-streaked blonde hair that made her automatically think, California boy. His face seemed vaguely familiar, but she could not recall where she'd met him, which was surprising. His was a face that any woman would certainly remember. I knew it. It is you, isn't it? He laughed. I thought I spotted you as you came into the room. She shook her head. I'm sorry, this is really embarrassing, but I'm having trouble placing you. That's because it was a long time ago, and I no longer have my ponytail. Doug Comley, Stamford Pre-Med. It's been what, twenty years? I'm not surprised you've forgotten me. Hell, I would have forgotten me. Suddenly a memory popped into her head of a young man with long blonde hair and protective goggles perched on his sunburned nose. He'd been far lankier then, a whippet in blue jeans. Were we in a lab together, she said. 
quantitative analysis junior year. You remember that even after 20 years? I'm amazed. I don't remember a damn thing about quant analysis, but I do remember you. You had the lab bench right across from me, and you got the highest score in class. Didn't you end up at UC San Francisco Med School? Yes, but I'm living in Boston now. What about you? UC San Diego. I just couldn't bring myself to leave California. Addicted to sun and surf. As she and Doug moved down parallel rows toward the exit, she asked him, Will I see you at the cocktail party tonight? Yeah, I think I'll be there. But dinner's on our own, right? That's what the schedule says. They walked out of the room together, into a hotel lobby crowded with other doctors wearing the same white name tags, carrying the same conference tote bags. Together they waited at the elevators, both of them...